second try. I think it sounds a lot better. Yeah? Yeah, a lot better, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you can hear me. I can you know what? <laughs> funny enough, funny enough though, I'm literally, yeah, as we were just literally, people, it did cut off and we did retry. Looking at Cameron Diaz right here now, yeah, she was super young here. Yeah. Probably what, early 20s or so? Yeah, probably. I saw her in an interview. I don't, I remember I saw her in an interview when she said that she didn't want kids. And I remember I saw her in another interview where she said it was one of the worst mistakes that she made. Yeah. That she wished she had had kids. I don't know if she's got them now, but it's just crazy to think that someone like her wouldn't want to have kids. She had, a, she had her fame, she had her lifestyle. People, it, to, to want to have children, I think you have to be a little bit unselfish because it's easy to just want to do what you want to do all the time and not have to think about anyone else. So, I know, but then what is what is life without trying not to have I something? I don't have kids. I, I would yeah. like to, but I'm, you know, I heard some lady on some, some uh, Instagram post say something about oh you're over a certain age you don't have kids or red flag and the guy was like what are you talking about I'm responsible I didn't just go knock out kids just to have them yeah that's it you know what bro that's that's the culture of the thing I realize so if you listen to that it will make you it makes people insane it makes people feel like they're not inadequate to do what they're doing in life but if you actually just keep it just keep to your morals bro and don't just go out there and you know it's, 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 it's a two headed coin if you went out there and slept with all these women that had bare kids, they'd be like, oh my God, yeah, look at you, you've got bare kids. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so, you know what I mean? Absolutely, you're 100%. So, you know, <laughs> damned if you do and damned if you don't, so. So, and I'll be honest with you, just just choose the path that you want to, choose the path that you want to choose, bro. It doesn't really matter what anybody else says no more. I, I care more about the environment that I would have those children in than if I have them, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, well, everybody, as you can hear, it is the Teddy Hoggle podcast, and I am back with. Should I just call you El Chapo? Yeah, sure. El Chapo is probably the best name, but it's it's Teddy Hoggle and out with El El Chapo two basically now. Um, welcome to season three, part two of the Teddy Hoggle podcast. You made it back, man. Thank you for having me. I always feel I'm honoured every time you ask me. I feel you know it's an honour to be here. No, I have to. Um, I had to try and get everybody back. That was in the first one. Um, season two, season three, part two is what? Different questions, just different versions of what I asked the first time. I think these questions here are questions that I've heard from the first one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you thought of, oh, they didn't really fit in. So now I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to bung them all into the second one, you know? Hit me. I'm ready. Hit you. All right. And so uh, we still got some icebreakers. The icebreaker ones here, I think these icebreakers are very. I think these these, these icebreakers are better than the first one, first first set of icebreakers. Yeah, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ten apples on the table. You take away six. How many do you have? There's ten apples on the table. I remove six. How many do you have? Still ten, I would assume. You could you all have done is taken them. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer. 77 plus 22. 77 plus 22. Yep. 7, 2 is 9. And you have two nines, 99. Good man. Good man. If your mother has four kids, 
your mother has four kids yeah. north east and west what is the last child's name whatever my name is good man i love when i hear people say south <laughs> uh, <laughs> um you're in a race yeah. and you pass the person in second place what place are you in now you are now in second place my g if you had to say your least favorite race what would it be uh three-legged good man some people are racial in that in, in that question very weird really? right <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it's really hard to work with a three-legged race. Like it's, it requires so much effort. No, oh, some people what you're saying someone could think that they were, you were talking about an ethnicity. Yeah, I, what I'm gonna think I'm gonna do I'm gonna say that one first next time, and then I, and then I'm gonna say the race one after, and then I'm gonna do it that way. Yeah, I'm gonna do it that way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you you're gonna catch some people up. It will show <laughs> where their brains are. <coughs> excuse me, focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how many well, countries are in? Sorry, how many on. countries are in the UK? <laughs> how many countries? Yeah. Okay. There's England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and yeah, Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and England. Good man, good man. Some people don't know their English. You know what it was? I wanted to do that because I wanted to know. I wanted to know if people actually knew their geography. Because oh. you know when they do those those those, those, those like there's things out on the street. And people go, oh, how many countries? And then people go, um, Scotland, England. And then you look at them like, okay. And they're like, oh, there's no countries in the UK. What? Yeah. You're like, what? Northern Ireland and Wales. They have their own language, crying out loud. I know. Like, you know what it is? I sometimes I think to myself, like, what is that Welsh language? Is that is that Viking? What is that? Uh-huh. Or is that just broken? Like, is that is that really? No, like- it's an it's an indigenous European language that is probably has some similarity to Celtic, maybe because the Scottish have their own language and the Irish have their own language, and it's basically like a Gaelic Celtic language. Yeah, I, I was I, I I don't know what it is lately. I mean, to, I, some lately some reason why for lately I've been into Egyptian history and Viking history. I don't know what it is and today i looked up because i've always known you that you always hear about the egyptian um the egyptian like history but you don't understand why the egyptian civilization went the way it did like you don't know so i'm trying to i'm trying to hear like different versions of do you mean how it dissolved or how it, how it dissolved to be? yes basically how it oh how that, it yo, it's easy to figure that one out no, I know, but I want to. What I like to do is I like to hear different people's perspectives, and then I you can know their story make, perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can kind of make your own perspectives on like how it actually happened because there's been a lot of civilizations that we don't really understand on like why they crumbled or like why they moved. Because I remember there was um, I believe if I'm right or wrong, I remember the the Vikings settled somewhere in Iceland or Greenland where it was. And I think that they had settled like to the north. No one had like gone to see them for like a hundred years or so. They went up there and they had abandoned their whole settlement. And I was like, what happened then? But then I remembered yeah. they say that history is created by those who won. So they can say, oh, they went and they were abandoned, but they could have written that in the history books. Do you know what I mean? 
all the people could have had a bad winter and decided that that wasn't the place they want to be and rather than deconstruct everything just kicked out or they all died of a, of, you know the yeah, weather see? anything that's the truth that's the truth okay stupid question time yeah you ready for this one go on the only stupid questions the one not asked but go on no this, this is a stupid question this is I love this one the boy that cried the boy that cried wolf what did he do so bad that the villagers didn't come to his aid when the wolf was actually hitting him eating him so bad he destroyed his credibility I know but think of that today in today's society would that work if you were known for calling up the police and giving them false reports and sending them wild goose chases it could be one day when you were in an emergency that they might not take you seriously so yeah it could happen they're like oh it's so and so again oh never mind he's getting I know but that's what so that's so bad that someone will just let the villagers will allow you destroy your credibility people won't trust the things that you say or you know whether they're warnings or otherwise you know that's why they say don't cry wolf because it will destroy your credibility which could lead to your own demise like he he died because he was forever yelling wolf 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 just to see everyone panic and then nothing happened and one day wolf came he's yelling wolf help wolf and it was like oh here he goes again no but no but then that's but that's the problem though the moral of the story is the the wolf was eating him and the villagers didn't care like they had enough no, like well, they heard the him being heard. attacked no no huh? in the, well the story i heard was that he was forever saying that like yelling out there's a wolf help there's a wolf and then when it actually happened no one believed him anyway and they didn't hear that he was actually being killed no no of course they did think about it it was a village it's a village now if they heard it and they thought we don't care anymore like like that's serious man it's a fable it, the fable's about being careful to not say and do things that make people question your credibility so yeah. to be honest basically because people a wolf was dangerous for everybody in those times you know a wolf could become could come to the, destroy people's flocks livelihoods could take away a small child it was it was a major danger that you know everyone needed to be present and ready for like a, like a fire or a flood so him calling people away from the things that they should have been doing just for his own amusement cost him his life well put I had to ask it, bro, because I want to know like people's perspective of that. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do other um, brothers grim tales because they've got a lot of like subliminal messages in their like, in their stories, like you know, like, oh, yeah, Hansel, and, yeah. Hansel and Gretel. Um, Cinderella's a horrible one. Cinderella, she's another one. And what's the other one? Um, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like how she managed thing. to burn people's house, steal their porridge. And she, she she broke into people's houses and anyway whatever okay so okay oh no but you're not you wouldn't consider yourself British now would you you still what would you consider yourself now I was born in Northwest London I'm British you're British okay cool what does it mean what does it mean to you yeah. to be black and British what does it mean to you. Oh, black and British. I don't consider myself black British. I consider myself Afro-Caribbean. Okay, and so what? Okay, and so you being an Afro-Caribbean man, yeah. what does it mean to you to live like to have that to have not even that stigma, 
And it's actually, I, I'm a proud descendant of my ancestors who were from the Caribbean, who came to the UK at the behest of the government to help repair the country after World War II. a lot of able-bodied men due to World War II. And um, we showed up and helped put the country back together. The sad thing is, you know, the people that arrived were as Christian or as Protestant as people running the country. They loved the Queen probably more than the average British person did. And they came there thinking it was going to be a warm welcome from the motherland or the mother country. And they got here and were treated like dirt. So, but they made lives. And all of us are, who are black British or descendants of Afro-Caribbeans were, were better for their sacrifice. You know, they suffered. Yeah, they did. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think people actually realize. You know, I think it is someone. I was listening to something the other day, and what that Akala said, and Akala said that they, I don't think they understood that we weren't going to go home. Not we, that they weren't going to go home. I think they thought that they were going to come, repair, and then leave. And I think they believed that they. There was no, there was no way they were going to stay. They were going to have their own little communities, and yeah. basically do what they needed to do. And I thought to myself, hmm, that's true though. But why, why would they go home when Britain at the time was more infrastructure, and you're giving, you're getting, you're giving everybody jobs, you know? Black, black people. One of the, the saddest things I, I found about black peoples worldwide is we are very naive when dealing with other cultures, and I, I think the reason we suffer a lot of the time is because of the naivete and it's not a bad naivete it's that the things that we've had done to us happened because we couldn't conceive that another human being would do that to us yeah but yeah but didn't we learn from the history which from slavery that we knew that though right well i look at it two ways i'm glad that we didn't lose that faith in humanity at the same time i'm thinking yeah maybe you should have bucked up your ideas after a couple of atrocities here like you're not babies anymore as a culture like you need to really pay attention nobody out here is playing with the same set of rules that you are you know we're very accepting we're very loving we're very open we're very uh, welcoming you know and that has gotten us into trouble over and over it's gotten us robbed it's gotten us extorted it's gotten us enslaved and maybe it's part of our core to be that way but most other peoples don't play with those set of rules they, they see someone who thinks and acts like that and they think, oh, there's a sucker, there's there's someone to exploit, there's a fool, you know, let's see what we can do. And at the same time, they're terrified of us because of our skin colour and our strength and our, our, our communities when, you know, when they're intact. Like, we're terrifying, copied and hated all at the same time. It doesn't make sense. That's, that's very good because that goes into my that goes into my next questions then so it's like so is ego then so okay so we're very we are very trusting and it has got us in trouble and i I can admit that just just reading the history books you can see us just being very helpful has got us in trouble but then on the other hand though it kind of shouldn't have though right it should have been we learn to turn the other cheek even if someone basically hurts us it's like so how can I put it 
I cannot put it. If if the shoe was on the other foot, and let's just say the black civilization was the slavers, what do you think the same thing would have happened regardless? No, and I, I say this. I, there's two things I'll say about this. So the first one, I, I got into, I made a, a, a kind of a snide joke on, on Instagram because they had an open casting call for the crown. So then I put on my on on the the list of you know on the entrances, what not the entrance exam, like um, they had like a list and said if you want to do it, put your name. And I said I volunteered to be an African country and um, everyone can come and rob me. <laughs> and it got like hundreds of likes and then after a while the likes started to slow down and I started to get all these angry um, comments from British people or English people saying oh what about this what about what one man said uh, what about the uh, maybe you should play the African uh, village chiefs that sold your people to to the slave traders and I said to him yeah you're right I said but let's not forget you know the way slavery was practiced in Africa is a lot different I said slavery in Africa meant that you'd be brought into another uh, like as, as you saw in the movie the the um, woman king yes you get bought in you have an opportunity to start a new life and join a new clan there was no raping of your children being bound in chains all day being whipped exploited starved beaten having your limbs cut off there was so these men yeah they did that but they were naive because again they could not conceive and I wrote this that someone would be there raping kids, women, breaking up families, because that was not a practice that went with slavery in the way it was practiced in Africa. So I, said, I know, yeah, but say, yeah, but saying yeah, but saying that though, no, no, sorry, sorry to cut you. Saying that though, and knowing exactly what happened, is two different things, and because we don't know if they were actually doing bad things to this cannot, to the slave that they captured. You know what I mean? In my heart, I cannot conceive that if they fully understood the scope of what was happening they would have allowed it yeah uh, and, and another thing i always notice like and this is just a little off topic but something i had a conversation with one of my other cousins the other day i said they always put these pictures up of what they think aliens look like and i said as black people had knowing that most colors come from people of our skin tone what's to say that aliens don't come down one day and they look exactly like black people with a few variations if that were to happen white people would have they would shit themselves and they would have to because if they look through our history books and went, you did this to people that look like us because they look like us? And I wonder what they would then do if they had a very strong sense of justice. You know? That's true. What would, that yeah, true. Say aliens look like us and they made their, their feet a web, but they're, they're dark-skinned people, they have black features, they have broad noses, they have muscular structures like our people do, dense bones. What would they do if they came and checked our history? They'd be like, ooh, well, this doesn't look like things have been going on very fairly here. And they would think, if we had been here back then, you would have done that to us. The funny thing about it was, I, oh, that's very weird because someone said to me that the reason why the government is hiding aliens because it, 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 it is because they are black. <laughs> and they can't, yeah. And like, oh, man, we got to wait until some Caucasian aliens show up. Yeah, someone was like, but you know what it is, though? For me, it, it's, it's one of those things that I just it's that's just so you have to have the right people to have that conversation you have to have the right people around you even have that conversation because if you said that like with people that are not intelligent to have that conversation with you they it will just get blown out of the water 
so I'll think to myself sometimes I don't want to think that hard and basically like have that conversation with somebody and then it's like they like to me oh you do that you know you think too hard and it's not like that like oh how why they like to me oh why would aliens be black and you're like well if you look at the if you look at pyramids yeah like if you look at pyramids for instance there's a lot of like if you look at like loads of pyramids and they say that they have like flying things in the sky and all this type of stuff and they do all this thing and people will not recognize that that egyptians have been drawing but we're all speculating like if you're speculating no one's really wrong you know Mm, you you can have that you should be able to have a conversation about nothing about something that there's no factual concrete evidence on and kind of say what your theory of it is there's no harm there unless it's like an established fact like like i've got into arguments about whether the world is flat or not and i'm just like we can see it we know it's not flat yeah yeah let's calm down now you know we we can see like we're in a we're in a galactic neighborhood where every single other object that we could see is spherical why would we be flat like but is the world but is the world like you know i saw i saw a world map the other day and someone said to me that the world map is actually upside down i don't know if it's true or i don't know if it's false but apparently which way is up and which way is down once you're outside of space no, but I know I'm saying that, but you know how they like they've made it so that like basically Inga's on the top and then everything's on the bottom, yeah. everything's on the bottom. And apparently it's the other way around. But it so the be. north Yeah, so apparently the North Pole is actually the South Pole. And I was like But it's oh. space. It's a it's a spherical object floating in nothing. Anywhere's up, like until we all agree that one side is up, everything's up. Or until we all agree you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. It has no corners. So it's true. It's just the way that people use. Um, I think a lot of that got agreed upon so that people could navigate. You know, that's that that may that that that, that may be true. So the first person that basically mapped out the world, yeah, he if was he had the first person. That, the map yeah. was completely different. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it'll be the it's true. It'll be the wrong way around. It's true. But what did you think? Um, what did you think about the woman king? Did you see it? Oh, I thought it was amazing. It's it. The film is right. Because I, I I went on it before. Sometimes I keep making this mistake of I keep listening to social media sometimes, and I listen to it. And I think to myself like, person said, "Oh, it, that it's historically wrong and whatever." So when I watched it, and I thought to myself, "Okay, my my interpretation, I thought they were gonna be like, she was gonna be like some superhero and blah blah blah." But then I was sitting there with my wife, and I said to my wife, "But they mention them being slavers. Like they mention they." They say they want to right their wrongs. They say they don't want to do this anymore. And I thought to myself, but then if you listened to the masses on social media, they would have literally made you believe that this movie didn't mention anything about it. And like, oh, it was like, oh, just oh, like, just to make sure you know the reason why you're in the Caribbean and the reason why you were states is because you sold your own people. And it's like, no, we knew you naive to the the fact that we thought that you could just come into Africa walk across Africa pick up a whole group of black uh, black people and think oh yeah we're just going to sell it do you know what I mean the film was very it it broke it down too they're like we were doing it so that we could deal with internal conflicts and getting weapons and horses things that weren't native to the land and some tribes were exploiting their people to get you know an advancement in weapons and technology and animals and Mm. 
everyone was like, oh, well, if they're doing it, we better do it too, or we'll be overtaken. And da, da, da. It was complicated. Like all things that are that end up in a, a great deal of suffering, it's a complicated situation. But then it was weirder because they were not the only tribe that were dealing in selling in slaves. It Absolutely. was... And and a the black Arabs and things of that nature they, that saw the Bantu peoples as inferior because they weren't Muslims and things like that it got it was really complicated they looked at them well they, they worship false gods and da 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 we can go and do this we're not doing anything wrong it's a complicated situation and what do people that are evil want to exploit people do they come in and find two groups that don't get along and they cause that friction same reason Africa's not united today I heard on a, I heard on somebody the other day that they were gonna have a um, they were meant to have a peace not a peace like they were meant to have they were, they were meant to have like a I would say like a, a meeting for all the African nations and they were meant to all, all try to be one try to be all under one currency yeah like the yes they were all meant to try to do that but apparently it got broken apart because some some African nations went into war and. It, uh, there's just so much to read and so much to even try to figure out it's, it's a lot it is a lot man it, it's a lot to even try to find out the truth you know okay then so my second question is this to you then they said this is what I want you to answer with the most honesty as you can when black people see other black people why is there sometimes hostility well, because um, as a people, we don't trust each other like we used to. Um, you think so? Yeah. Like, if I go down the, the, the street with a nice lady, like a, I'm taking out on a date, I think in my mind, if I come across a group of black men, I know they're the most likely to have some cheeky comment to say than anybody else. Really? Out loud to me as I'm walking by. But a group of white men might have a cheeky comment, but they'd probably keep it to themselves, Yeah. Yeah, like they might talk about me as I'm going by to themselves in a group so that I don't hear but a black man might say something inappropriate to the lady I'm with or make a comment to me like even something that's not even light hearted like is that you fam like something like that and I'm just like, <laughs> crying out loud like what but I don't know if that's cultural I don't know if that's because I don't what think like everyone else I don't, I don't overthink it but I'm wary of it like I was walking home once and there was a black man in front of me and I was walking and I had my big jacket on and my hood up because it was cold and he kept looking back so I just said to him I said brethren you have nothing to fear from me I said I'm just going to my house and he just smiled threw, threw up like a peace sign and a thumbs up and then he was fine he started, his whole posture changed but he was worried because of the proximity of which I was walking behind him I said to him yeah I said you have nothing to fear from me I'm your brother it's crazy, you know, isn't it? it? You know what it is? I've realised as I've got older. Okay, no, I tell you, this, okay. The reason I brought out is because my my nephew was meant to come to where I live the other day, and he's literally like a train, a train away. I don't know how you are with areas, but predominantly, I can nearly, I can normally go everywhere. I'm not really scared of my own people, as people say. No, you, no, uh, should you be? Yeah, you shouldn't be scared of them. I don't really. I, even when I was a kid, I used to go everywhere. It didn't really matter to me where I was. But my nephew the other day, like he was meant to come and get something from me, and, and he didn't come. So I was like, "Why didn't you come?" He's like, "Oh, you know, Uncle, uh, I really can't come down there." 
I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, no, nah, something might happen to me. So I was like, really? what's going to happen to you from you getting on the train where you live, from me meeting you at the station, from you, from me walking you back around the station to get on the train for you to then go home? Oh, you know, it's, it's whatever. So I thought, so I didn't think of it. So I was talking to his dad, me and his dad are busting up because we were like, back in our day, we would have just gone. We, we wouldn't have cared. So then I was talking to my sister about it. And then my sister was was as well, was like, yeah, no, nah, he can't because the boys nowadays, they, they they stab you for anything. And I said to her, I said to her, it's very weird though. Cause I said to her, if you think, I said, what do you think it was worth seeing your, in, in my day or their day? Yeah. And he goes, she goes, oh, it's probably worth it in their day. And I said, the only reason why you say that is because you're a mum. When you were young, you used to think, you used to go everywhere and everywhere yourself. Do you know what I mean? And I think these, these kids nowadays, bro, they don't, I don't know, not even have the balls. I just feel like they can't. How they carry themselves too. Like, I'll be on a bus with them going to, when I'm going to work and I'll see them and they're all wearing the same uniform. They wear, they're blacked out everything. They got their hoods up when it's not cold. They all look like they all look like dangerous to each other, in a in a sense. Because it's like, and when I'm there, I'm wearing my light blue puffer. I'm wearing my my, my clothes fit. My you know, I look I, I don't look like I'm affiliated with anybody. I'm like, like my other cousin would call a civilian. I mean, unless you're doing things that put you at risk for looking like you're part of a, a group or a situation or you might have been involved in something to where someone might want to come and step to you. I think you're, you're fine. It's how you carry yourself. I show everybody respect. I get on the bus, I say, I say, uh, you know, afternoon to the bus driver. I go, I sit down, I get up if there's an old lady. Like, why is anyone going to trouble me? You know? Apparently, apparently now, it's got worse. Apparently... I'm hearing now that you can't get on the train. If someone sees you, you're on the train and they'll talk to you. I said to myself, I said to my sister, yeah, but it used to be like that in my day. Maybe it's because I've got older now. When I see black people, I don't really go. If, I, if, if, if some guy is staring me in the face, I go, you're right? He goes, yeah, cool. Quick nod. Yeah. He escapes the situation Same. everywhere. Same. I want to know what, like, if a black person, a black person, maybe, maybe, maybe it's because I'm older now. Because it, 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 even, it, like, even when I'm in the gym, if I see a black person uh, ask me, I just nod and they nod back. Yeah. Situation gone. If they were scared to come in the gym or to do any exercise. You're moving like a mature back. black man. What do I have to fear about another person going to exercise? What do I have to fear about another person traveling on their journey? Unless I've done something, like I said, unless I've done something or I'm moving in a way that looks sketchy to begin with. And, and some of it's just down to your dress. If you're always dressed like you're, you're about to do a covert op, then yeah, maybe you should be worried. Like, why are you? Why is it thirty degrees out and you've got on all black tracksuit, gloves, and covering your face with a balaclava? Like, what are you about to go and do? You look dodgy. You know. You know what? No, I but yeah, but I wonder though. Sometimes I wonder, who's their parent? Or maybe they they have parents and their parents are so busy keeping them alive and trying to keep them fed, they're not too conscious about what their children look like. Because I was on the bus, yeah, I was on the bus going to get my hair cut the other day, and these three young boys were there, and the, one was a sweat set of twins, and the other one was the older one. And every time someone came to sit down in the seat near him, he he pulled down his hat and pretend like he's sleeping, 
with his legs across the seat so no one will sit down next to him and as soon as the people go sit somewhere else he pops his head back up and starts laughing like and this uh, Somalian man told him off told him off Somalian man was like my age he said to him like look I'm a football coach yeah or a scout or whatever and he's like you could be the wickedest footballer but from what I've just seen of your behaviour right now he said I wouldn't put you on any team I have because I know you'd be a problem and the young man straightened himself out until the guy got off the bus but it was like He's letting them know that your behaviour means something. You know? And that's what I'm saying though, but where where has he learned that from? Like it, it, like where? Like he, his he's, friends he's are not man. around. Well, he's, he's learned that from his friends. A lot of black men get raised by their peers, and their peers are as foolish as them, so they end up with the same foolishness. It's like whole blind leading on the blind. Unless they have strong fathers that are, you know, show them the right way to be and the like show them how to be good men. They're gonna be. They're gonna end up being big boys that are just at man ages, mm. Mm. and that's what happens. It's it's very immature for a, a man of any. Like if you're a grown man and you're afraid to go anywhere, you're just a child with a man's face. Yeah, it's crazy. Only I know. I know. I know. I know. I know a lot of people, bro, that can't go, can't leave their ends, as they say. They can't leave. And I'm so baffled by it. Like, it makes... I, I, I'm so confused by, like... To me, if you... To me, I'll be honest with you. If you can't leave your area, I don't think... I, I don't think you should be allowed to vote. <laughs> I'm sorry. You should have no view on any politics or any... No. Your driving license should be taken away. Yeah. You're, you're a child, essentially. You're a child. Like you're to be fair, you're more in danger of traveling to another country on holiday and not knowing the rules of that country than you are traveling around England. You know everything around England. You know what's good. You know what to expect. Like unless you're known for being a certain way or having problems with everybody to where you need to be worried. Like mm. again, that still falls on you. Like at what point, you know, are you gonna just grow up and be like, you know what? If I don't trouble nobody, nobody's really gonna trouble me. Let me go about my business, keep myself to myself. That's that. It's simple, you know. I've yeah. I've, I've been around places that are really dangerous. Like I've been in Oakland at, in the middle of the night, and you see that you know who's doing what. And as long as you mind your business, don't talk too tough to nobody, uh, don't you know stare at anything. Mind your business, do what you're doing, and keep it moving. Nobody troubles you. It's when you try to you know when you're try, you're fiercely in situations. Because a lot of the problems that, like the boondocks were called nigger moments, happens because two people disrespected each other and then the altercation just escalates because everybody's got these fragile egos and then it's like the whole thing escalates. Okay, then, okay, so, 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 okay, so that goes into my third question then. Is yeah. ego ruining the black culture? I think, I think what's happened is that many of the powers that be that aren't black are promoting and pushing the culture in a direction that the culture wouldn't have gone naturally so like there's certain artists in music and on television okay then so put it okay so put it this way then so Kanye is Kanye ruining from basically from what he's saying even if it's true or false does Kanye have too much of a big impact that basically when that one basically one then when one black man says something 
it's it, it basically I think it refers to every black person so he thinks that if he says something all black people must think of the same thing well I went to see Dave Chappelle in, in Bethnal Green the other day Dave Chappelle he, is here he was he went he, he was at, he was in uh, Bethnal Green at a comedy club there and I went to see him your luck how much were the tickets yeah they were they was like uh, near, nearly two bills and um, for one ticket Gosh, how was he before? Sorry, before you ask that question, how was Dave Chappelle? He was amazing. And what he, did he, he do? Spoke... Sorry, what was it? Did he do English comedy or did he do? He did like, his comedy for real. He talked about that basically a lot of the stuff he said. He said on SNL Saturday Night Live where he got in trouble. He said at the comedy club first, so he was testing. That. He was using us as a focus group, basically. He was testing out our responses and reactions. I know, but then yeah, I know, but then it worked though. So basically, so his. His comedy basically like like transitioned him flying over the country basically. So it worked. So basically everything he said to you, like you understood, like so you, you related to his comedy. Yeah. He said Wow. He, he said Kanye West is a friend of his. He said, yeah. He said, however, he said he would never vote for him. And he made he said the things about he said what Kanye doesn't understand is he's not little Kanye from Chicago anymore. He said he's a big man now with a big voice. And if he says things with as many followers and listeners and his voice travels a lot further. So he needs to be more conscious of that. And he's not. And people always say that mental health isn't an excuse for saying crazy things. And he's like, it is. People with mental health issues, when they say crazy things, you know, it's going to be a problem. Mm. So he's like, people need to remember that also. And he's like, he can see how Kanye West has come to the conclusions that he has. He said, you know, there are a lot of Jews in the industry. And if a lot of his his run-ins or his negative experiences have been with Jewish people, he can see how he got to that conclusion. Although, he said it's not the correct conclusion to have reached. But he said Kanye needs to remember that what he said doesn't just travel to his group of friends or a small group of people anymore. What he said has reached. But then he, he defended Kyrie Irving. He said this guy got in trouble for a book that Amazon had on their list of things. Or, or movies. Yeah, 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 it's like, true. Yeah, the guy from Amazon. Amazon. No one's going yeah, after yeah. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, yeah, yeah, Jeff Bezos has not been yeah. basically taken basically no, taken the Supreme no, Court. No one said anything to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, it's you true. Know? No one's trying to cancel Jeff Bezos. He's like, we can't be hypocritical about how we go after people. He's like, you know, he said, Kyrie, he said, and cut Kyrie Irving some slack. He just stopped believing the world was flat. So he's like, he's not necessarily the best person you want to go to for information about the world and life. He's like, the guy who plays basketball, like, give him a break. And I was like, he's right. He's like, you know. And he said, Kanye loves power more than anything else. And he said, that's what's getting him into trouble. Yeah, I, I wish, I wish, it. I think it's a, I think it's a shame that Kanye is going through what he's doing because he's lost his kids. He lost Kim. He, he like he's going through a lot. So him, even like he and he lost his mom, and he, he's been going through a lot of mental mental issues that have not been like that they've not been sorted out. And I don't know if he is on his medication. Or he's not already. Or he does take medication. But I think he needs to someone that's not someone that's in his group or someone that's not affiliated with him needs to sit down with him and have that conversation done with him properly about what did he mean because um 
him saying what he said about the Jews, I was I was even saying someone as well. If I don't like when people have a problem with somebody and they don't mention them, they mention they like they bracket them. So like you know when someone goes, Oh, like you know they see like a black person shoot a black people on TV, they go, Oh my god, all these black people just keep shooting each other. You can't group everybody into like one like like it's like we're not a group. If a one black person does something, that's them. If a terror if a if a terrorist does something, it's them. Don't group all Muslims, all black people, all white people to do something. You know what I mean? So him not saying what he meant and saying it properly, saying the person, I think that's what got everybody up and wild up about it. Because and and sorry, no, it's weird that no one asked him, who are you talking about? That that's the part I'm trying to say. That it's weird that no one did that. They but you're thinking, him. you're thinking critically about it. It's like, yeah. are you worried about knife crime? Yeah. Okay. Has, has, have you ever had a knife pulled on you? Of course I have. Okay. Has that happened then in your adult life? No, not anymore, no. Okay. So you get to a point where that's not even an issue anymore. It's just mm. at a certain point in your life, that was a, that was a probability that was high. Mm. Now, even nowadays, when you hear about knife crime, it's not necessarily a 40, uh, 40, 50 year old black man getting stabbed up. It's usually these young boys doing it to each other. Mm. So that's a risk that is more or less like it, it's it's an isolated risk. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, it's an isolated risk. Now he's talking about Jews, yeah. When when my when my family came here, Jewish people were the only ones that would rent to us, you know. So yeah. whether or not that was pragmatic because of, you know we paid and they were happy to put anybody in, it wasn't always the nicest places. But nowhere else was giving us anywhere to live. So in my opinion, I I haven't got a problem with Jews. Jews ain't never done me anything. Exactly. Yeah. But his experience might be different. Now, like you said, he made the big mistake of of generalizing and making a comment as to say all Jews did no it's never that simple you know it's never all Jews not all Germans were Nazis you know yeah not all Chinese people are communists not all Russians hate Ukrainians it's never that simple not all white people hate black people there are institutions and things in place that that makes that look like it could be the possibility or it could be the case but when we think about it critically we know that those aren't those aren't like like not all muslims are terrorists but some terrorists are muslim yeah you know you can't speak in generalizations because generalizations are never true yeah because you can meet yeah it's it's true so why so why do you think there is a stigma around different cultures then do you think it's do you think it's a power play or why there's like the neg- negativity always rises to the top and whatever the most negative the stereotype is because of how negative it is it becomes then the theme so because a black boy stabbing another black boy will make the news sooner than a black boy doing something kind for another black boy that becomes the narrative because people remember negative uh, events actions and you know circumstances more easily than positive ones you know we yeah you know, there's probably a great deal more of kind acts and deeds of that black people are doing towards one another that Jews are doing to blacks and blacks to Jews and vice that will never go reported. They'll go unseen. So because we only get to hear about the negatives, 
those become the narrative those become what we believe you know that if you drive a car you come across thousands of asian drivers that drive completely well but if you come across one or two in a day that don't you might start to think oh well none of them can drive but it's just your singular experience that day that 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 has led you to that nonsense you know what i'm saying like it's all the perspective and when Kanye talks he, he's talking from his own experience but he's trying to make it sound like it's the experience for everyone else and that's where the problem is and it it's just not it's just not real so do you think so do you think that the do you think that the, the podcast should have saved him and not put the podcast out or, or they should have edited a little bit and not made him not made him out to be that way he, Kanye West doesn't need any help getting himself into trouble. Anytime he opens his mouth, he's in danger. And the, the drink champs is a is a is a landmine because they sit there and the environment looks like it's just you and your buddies talking trash, but it's being recorded and there's alcohol and people get their tongues get loosened when they've had out their inhibitions drop. And Rather than say, you know what, I was drunk and I said a lot of stupid shit. Um, <laughs> he doubled down. You don't double down when you make a mistake. You say, you know what, I was out of line. I said a lot of things that I don't genuinely believe. I was full of alcohol. I was under a lot of stress. And I said some stupid things that hurt a lot of people. And I know it's going to be a while before everyone forgives me, if, if they forgive me at all. But I'll work going forward to be a better person. And I'll sit down and talk to heads of the Jewish community and he could have this could have been squashed he could still be a billionaire but he just keeps doubling down and doubling down and doubling down because he has people around him that are probably yes men that say you know what would you say yeah. is real man i respect you for saying that shit i've been thinking that shit for a while man and these people might be on the payroll and you know they need to keep kissing the ring to, to make sure that they're taken care of as well and they're, they're not telling you the truth i can't believe that if kanye west's mother was still alive she would have said babe what you just said is ridiculous you need you know what it's funny you say that it's funny you say that because you know Shaq's mum yeah Shaquille's mum Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal's mum is on him you see if he goes like too far on NBA she don't say nothing to him she'll wait let him keep digging his heart and then she'll bring him to the side say what she said to him and then every you always know when she talks to him because you always mention that he always says I can't talk about that and I like why he goes. I spoke to my mom last night. She said I've gone too far. The matter's done. I'm finished. And you're like, raw. Like his mom just shut it down. Like you know the thing with him and I don't know if you watch Felsky, but like it's like, it's like it's like the thing with him and Damian Lillard. Like mm. that was done instantly. Like his mom told him it was too much. It's time to stop now, baby. You're making it look too egoish on on, on thingy. It's done. And you're just like, raw. His mom just stopped it just like that. Yeah. He has someone in his corner who wants nothing for him but to do well. And he knows he can trust her because she's not she's not saying yes to him just because. She's like, this is my son. If you're putting yourself in danger, you're making yourself look bad, I'm going to tell you the truth. So there's trust on both sides. He trusts her to tell him the truth. She trusts him to listen to her because he loves and respects her. Kanye doesn't have any of that anymore. He wasn't close to his dad. And the one person that he was really close to that he trusted was his mom, and she's gone. And now they're talking about how he had to pay the price. Yeah, he, she's an Illuminati sacrifice. And 
That's oh no, bless that's him, man. That's not healthy people talk. His mom died from a botched surgery. It's an accident. I know, and then he tried to bring like Bill Cosby into it, and well, yeah. gosh, it was terrible. When healthy, healthy people don't talk this way, like you can always tell when Azalea Banks is off her meds. <laughs> she just does madness, but she has a big platform. And when you have a big platform, you have to be, you have to show big responsibility. Yeah, great you, power, great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, because did you see the guy with the guy with the time when the guy on TMZ had like, had a go at him? Did yeah. you see that one? That yeah. one, I thought that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Truth. Yeah, he did, he did. And I, sometimes I wish I could talk like that. If I could, don't get me, I've never, I've never been in a scenario where someone's ever done that in front of me. But it's just weird that the guy, because the guy basically, the guy is there basically to get publicity, to get like views and hits or whatever. And that guy literally stood up and said, it's ignorant of you to sit there. It is. And I'm surprised, because even the guy from Drink... I remember they even said to the guy from Drink Traps, um, drink, drink Champs, like, why didn't he stop him even talking about the, the like the George Floyd situation? And he was like, he didn't even think about it at the time. Because I think to myself, like, they probably did edit it down, but there was probably so much that Kanye said in that interview. They just thought to themselves, like, this is nothing. How are we going to actually even get this interview, like, done if he's just spilling everything, like he's like he's, he's like it's like he told him everything. Mm. You know what I mean? Like every situ- situation, like every situation about how he felt about um, uh, what's it called, George Floyd, him and Candace Owen. It's just like who do you don't, even don't don't feed, don't fool him, and and Kanye's had alcohol problems. Don't give a man that you say you care about a whole bunch of alcohol, knowing he's got mental health issues. He should be on medication and think that the things that come out of his mouth are going to be sane and, and helpful. You don't do that to somebody. Noriega knows better. Yeah, real Noriega. He knows, yeah, he knows better. Yeah, he should. He should. He should. But he was what happened? You see Jay-Z on, on Drink Champs? He doesn't get drunk like that. You're not going to catch him slipping. Yeah, Sha- yeah Shaquille O'Neal didn't even drink neither. Yeah, because he knows gets too drunk he'll start chatting nonsense yeah I don't know if you realise Shaquille I know Shaquille has always told the same story he yeah. always told you the same story about his life he's got it memorised yeah. nothing is going to come out of Shaq's mouth it's going to be different he protects his legacy he protects Kobe he's always said even though even though it's not true he's always said oh him and Kobe were the best of friends and they, no they weren't the best of friends but they knew on the court they knew what they had to do. You know it's bullshit. You know if, if they didn't like each other, but you knew they had that mutual respect that when they yeah. go on that court, you play basketball. That's all I care about. And that's what I've understood about about his relationships with people. I don't care if you don't like me, if you don't like me. Get these championships. Let's make history. Let's make some money and let's go home. These other people, like people like Kanye, you know, it's like, who was is, who is saying it? It was like, I think it was Shaquille O'Neal. He was like, he wants to see more collabs he wants to see more, more like more black artists, more people doing collabs instead of like going around shooting people and shooting each other. And like, there's so much money out there for you to make. There's so much friendships that you can make. Like, it doesn't matter what size, east side, west side, upside, whatever, blue, yellow. Make this money. Let's let's collab. If people love our stuff so much, they love our culture so much. Why don't we collab and make and make something of it? Look at Tyler Perry, for instance. Tyler Perry has built, has built, has built his own studio. But what's the only thing they can say about Tyler Perry? Oh, he's gay. Oh, he's this. And these are other black people putting him down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just, they're just hating. 
but then at the same time when you make that kind of money you have to also be careful you can't keep fraternizing with the people that you used to like Nas said in one of his his rhymes it's like people that you you went you came up with from the sandbox would be the ones to take shots at you first and it's just like why is takeoff playing dice outside like that oh with a bunch the guy's a multi-millionaire now why are you fraternizing with these guys like you're still on the blocks and you guys are all on the same level anything you say or do to those guys in that setting like you don't want to take money from your friends or your or, or people that you used to come if you have more money than them like you don't play those kind of games why are you playing dice with these guys like you're still it from you're still in the hood what you want to keep your your relevance you want to, what are you doing there what are you doing there yeah, he didn't make any. You know what? I, I, I didn't even think of it like that. You know? Why is Why is he there? You know? You're not that guy anymore. Where was he though? Where was he? He was in Texas. Where's he from? He's from Atlanta. So he's in Texas. Where? Like what? what where was he? Like at a friend's house or at a bar? With a bunch of friends, mutual friends, and an argument takes place. He probably said one or two smart things, made somebody feel away. And then somebody's like, oh, yeah, you think you're bad? Boom. I don't have yeah, to but I heard, Yeah, but I heard that he wasn't even talking. Because from, from in the video, it looks like Quavo's talking to the guy. And he goes, oh, let's go. They go to walk off, whatever. And it's like, whatever. The other guy starts saying something. And then shots start getting fired. Well, and this is it. Why are these guys even there? Why are you around? It's one thing you never, ever do. Like, when you get to another stage in your life, if the people around you aren't celebrating that or, you know... You need to move your group. Sometimes you need I to... I don't have anyone. Like, I know I'm very lucky that I'm very... You know what, though? Don't let me talk... Yeah, you know what? People like you will keep me grounded. And that's what I need. I need the Leons and the Joels and the Jameses to keep me grounded because... It'll tell you the truth. Like, any yeah, success, I will, success yeah. you have, I'm happy that you got it. When you win, I feel like I won. I'm happy for the things that you get. Every time I hear... And you've moved from strength to strength over the years. Every time I hear that you... You're elevated in this way or you're making this like you're like i'm going to the gym i've got a new job i am happy to hear those things you know i would i would love gym to every day now, by the way. whip nicer than mine i'm like go ahead i'm gymming i'm gymming i'm gymming every day now yeah and I'm, I'm happy i wish i had that kind of motivation i'm happy that you're doing that because that's good for you and you're my family so i'm happy that you're succeeding that's good for all of us you know uh, what's the, the the saying? It's like uh, something tied right raises all boats or something like that. I forget what it has the saying, but it basically means like when one of us does well, we all do well, and when one of us does bad, we all kind of do bad, you know. But uh. the mentality is, I need to have more than the guy suffering next to me, or I'm I'm suffering more. No, you're all suffering the same, you know. Uh, I, I just hope. I I, I hope that I don't get to that point where I am you, like, you have I, enough I good people around change. you to tell you you have enough good people and I, I know you I've, I've heard and you've talked to your friends and I know some of them and I know that you're honest with them that's the one thing you must always be like Jordan Peterson says um, don't lie or at least try to always tell the truth mm. and did you I, see I, yeah. did you see sorry to cut you did you see the other day when he Let's talk about Jordan Peterson. Did you see the other day when he was crying about how I think it was he was aware that that men that the young men are failing and stuff like that, and he couldn't. Oh, they, I, I think, he was getting yeah, he, he gets bullied, 
and yeah, people he forget that yeah. he has feelings and they're yeah. saying he's like the king of the incel and he was yeah. like why why should somebody help these men he's like i'm trying to help men that are suffering and not doing well at life and people are trying to vilify me like he's andrew tate or something he's like i'm he's a world-renowned psychologist he's gone to years of school he has a doctorate in this that and the other thing he is the top of his field yeah for what he does with you know the mind and helping people and he's had he's had years of clinic clinical trials and but he's had people sit there and tell them men and women so when he talks he's actually talking from a place of great knowledge i know about i know but to see him cry over it though it shows he's still human he doesn't just brush yeah. it off it hurts his feelings he still has feelings and he's it's strong true. enough to show them when somebody says something cruel it's true because he's not, a, he's not a coward he cried on national television when when uh what's it called Piers Morgan's asking him, well, what's he think about that? And at first he said, oh, great. And then you could just see him going red and then his tears come down. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, don't, I, I don't know the initial question, but it was the backlash that he got from it. Yeah. But that's what I was shocked about. A lady made a movie and she has a caricature of, a, of an actor in it that is like supposedly based on him. And it's like all the negative parts of how people see him. And uh, the character is supposedly based on him. And he, you know what an incel is, right? No, I don't actually. So they're saying these, these men now that uh, that don't have anything going for them, they're, they're undateable, and all they do is sit home and become angry with the world and hate women and da-da-da-da-da. And they're saying that there's a rise in that. So what Jordan Peterson does is, although he said what he started out wasn't to specifically speak to these people, he said that tends to be his largest audience. So he's saying if they're, they're his audience, he's going to say what he can to help those people. Because he also pointed out that if you leave men like that, eventually they hate the world. And when they hate the world, they'll pick up weapons and they'll hurt people. Because yeah. they, they become angry with the world, or he says angry with God, and then they just do crazy stuff. So he's like, I'm trying to help these people. You know, what's yeah. terrible about that? They don't, like, they, you know what it is. They want, they want, you know what it is for some reason why they want men to be a hundred percent all the time and have no flaws. They want men no... to not be men anymore. Yeah. You know, Jordan Peterson said, "As a man, you should be the most dangerous person you possibly can, but have that under control." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, he yeah, I remember he was saying, yeah, I remember he was saying something like Mike Tyson. I remember he was comparing Mike Tyson. He goes, he goes, if I was sitting here like this and you and you asked me this question, Mike Tyson was sitting here, would you ask him that? And what he goes, it? and the guy goes, I don't think so. He goes, why not? And he goes, oh, because Mike Tyson dangerous. He goes, exactly. He goes, so you ask me that because I'm not dangerous. But we need a little danger. Mike Tyson, he's sitting here now. He said he's making money. He said he's a lovely person. But you don't know if Michael will one day just flick, flip a switch. I made you try to kill you. And he's like, we need people like that to keep us in check. We need that. We need those furious. I was thinking, I was thinking myself, uh, uh, like, you know, he, he talks very, not very well. Like, when he talks, he makes sense and yeah. you want to listen. He articulates you know? himself very well and he backs it up with books and knowledge and things and experiences that are uh, that are legitimate. The only thing I don't agree with him is, is his politics, but... I'm talking about men and women he gets it right he's like he doesn't believe in equality of the sexes but he does believe in equality of outcome but he, he also points out that there's a reason there's a whole bunch more 
men that do these grimy, dirty jobs, when given an option, and he said in places in the world where we're free enough to choose what we want, he said you will not find a whole bunch of women wanting to go do construction. He said you just don't you find see, it. Yeah, did you see the... Um, there was a... There was a woman the other day, she was on Instagram, I think it was, and she did this thing where she... Uh, it was really good, because the men... The men <laughs> The men came and she she like she had these stones that she wanted to be dropped off. Like she wanted like to, to like to pave her um no the stones were gonna be dropped off in front of her house, but then she had to move the it's like not bagged or nothing. There was like literally stones, they put them in a pile. And then the guy goes to it, like two guys in the lorry said to her, Well, you need to now because we're not paid to take the, the stones in your house or put them where you want to put them. Oh, you now need to uh, basically like move the stones. This woman literally got her camera stood there and was like i do not want to do this and she's like i'm done being a feminist i know the, the people were like on like the lab were like why she's like i now have to literally take a shovel basically and shovel all this all, all these stones like she's like i'm not strong enough she's like she's like the men did this that like she said to me, oh, she said, oh, the, the men didn't help me. And she's like, but but then people were like, yeah, but you can do it yourself. And she's like, I literally can't. And it was the first time she ever said, I'll rather be in the kitchen making sandwiches. But and, and, and some of that's biological. Men are built for war. We're built for hunting. We're built for gathering. We're built for strenuous physical activities. That being said, childbirth would probably kill us. Oh, I've seen a woman okay. carry a baby on her hip for hours with ease her frame is built for it she has wider hips the baby looks comfortable i hold a baby for too long man. my back is aching my, my back oh my back and my arm is killing me you ever see your missus hold a child the baby's happy it's, she's it's happy. normal it's normal comfortable. her body's designed to take care of that child in numerous ways down to even the chemical and psychological level yeah. this whole thing about us being equal isn't men and women are not equal we're complementary we each have a skill set that helps the other perform better in life. That's all. And, yeah, it's, and I think a lot of transgender people are trying to ruin that for everyone because that fits their agenda. But it's not the reality of things. I know, but even yeah, but even 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 on the biological level, though, bro, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I know people are going to be it's hard. Like, oh, Teddy Hoggle's talking about that. But it's like I'll, I'll be honest with people. You, you can come on here. You, you can state your case. I'll say to people, can you have a kid? No. Can you, can you have a period? No. I will say to them, is your bone structure, everyone that's transitioning, is, is your bone structure um, more denser than a female's, even though, even though you're taking your hormones? Yes, they are. It, it's, it's it's even this thing now in the UFC. Like, do you see the thing where they're doing like, they're doing equal, um, it's they're doing equal, they're, they're doing, they're doing equal opportunity um MMA now and they got like trans transgender um, men so transgender women are fighting women in um that's insane I, can you imagine that and it's it's, it's being allowed because of the nonsense of society like even Piers Morgan again someone I'm not a fan of he said so Floyd Mayweather started taking estrogen for like a couple of years and he decided to become a female boxer do you think it's okay for him to go in the ring with a woman and this transgender activist is like yes and Piers Morgan's like, he would kill that woman. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's like some some guy said that about um, 
LeBron James as well. So if LeBron James that now, was Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, like, he was start, yeah, yeah, it's four thousand points. He be dunking all over, and it's like it's not the point. Because I was gonna say to you about Piers Morgan and Andrew Tate. Yeah, he he shit on Andrew Tate though. I mean, I don't agree with what Andrew Tate says, um, but Piers Morgan is a bit of a bully. Do you think though that he could have done that to you? Do you think he could do that to you? Like it, the way, like the way you speak. Do you think he could have like literally tried to like have you on his show and not and, and then not get a word in? I, what I would you have done? No, he couldn't do that because I, Piers Morgan has this thing where he he says something to 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 um, discredit you or disrespect you, and then says something afterwards to the effect of you know I have deep respect for you, right? And it's just a psychological trick. The thing that he said preceding that statement shows you exactly what he thinks about you. So he's trying to keep throwing him off. What I he know, but that, he, yeah, he, he throws these little compliments in to, to then take another dig at you. So it keeps your guard down. Now, if Andrew Tate had been on his game, he would have said, well, if you actually believe that, Piers, you wouldn't have said what you said. Or the questions that you're hitting me with in the way that you're framing them would be completely different. You don't have any respect for me. I'm here for your entertainment. You don't agree with the things I say. I, I understand that. Because he said, well, don't you want to clear up the fact that you said da 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 And he's like, I was clear about that. Well, don't you think that people think that... that... I was like, no. Because you're telling me what to think about something I've said. It, it's all word games. Yeah, Piers is a... I think Piers is... I find him very... Very weird when it comes to like him and topic, but he did have a second. He did have a second interview with Andrew Tate, and it went very different. And I remember he did. I remember he did even say in his in his next interview that he did that he didn't allow him to speak. Like he should have allowed him. Like when he when he asked him a question, he should have allowed him to say something after. Like yeah, he shouldn't have tried to keep like oh like everything. Yeah, bombarding him with with, with question after question after question. When someone does that to you, they keep hitting you with questions, stop. And you say, what question would you like me to answer first? And then which question would you like me to answer next? And I would sit and I'd write down the first question and the second question. And I'd say, if you keep hitting me with questions, I'm going to stop talking. Because if you really want to know what I think, you're going to have to give me a chance to express that. And you're not doing that. So we can't have a conversation. You're just... Yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's, it, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's so weird that he didn't... It's so weird that he didn't do that. Like He was out of his element. No, but it was bigger because sometimes, because sometimes I think to myself, like, don't get me wrong. I know we go all over the world. We, we do what we do, but sometimes when we like the British-born kids, like the way we are with so, like, so, especially like with social media, and we like we ha- we have interviews that we're, we're like we're not waiting for something to go wrong, but we're always like waiting for you to do a jab, and yeah. for peers to do that to him, and they're both British. I'm surprised Andrew Tate said. I'm surprised he didn't go, "Yo, mate." Like we can stop it if you right now. He's because done that's... too much of American press, and he's been in too many rooms where everybody likes everything he has to say, and he forgot where he was. That <laughs> see, notice when he was in his own setting, away from peers, in his own element, he was more on guard. He watched yeah, that. He was shut it down. Wow, that guy yeah. ruined me. And so, do you know? Him. Do you know Abba and Preach? Who? Abba and Preach. Never heard of him. Oh, you might like those. Try Abra and Preach. And you know, do you know Fresh and Fit? I don't know any of these. I'm I'm getting old, Teddy. I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm these these you know, these are these are that Fresh and Fit and they're Abra and Preach. I, 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 I say for me and my, me personally, I think Abra and Preach are better. 
um, fresh and fit. It's, they're they're on totally different two little levels. They do some they do some things where they try to put not put women down or something. They do a thing where they like it's like Andrew Tate's on fresh and fit quite. He was he was on there quite a bit, but they do think of like oh should men like should should women be submissive to men and like they try to like throw them that like, they get they get like five IG models beautiful girls I think that's that similar. generally yeah. should women be submissive to men no should your wife be submissive to you as a husband yes and not just because you're her husband because she's chosen you to take that role you know she's chosen you to lead the family so you need to lead the family and if there's a leader there has to be some followers now does that mean you get to lead all the time and you don't take the careful counsel and consideration of a woman that you who who by and large women control the mood and emotion of the family and the the, the well-being of the family's um, emotional state you should always take that lady's words into consideration that's what a good leader would do that's your vice president or your your you know the second in command you should listen to everything she has to say especially when you don't want to hear it because mm-hmm. again we are not the same we are complementary and she can't do her job if you don't let her you know the same way if she's trying to lead all the time and you're supposed to be the head of the family that's not going to work either because you're going to have two two leaders trying to lead in their own direction which doesn't make for a good journey so you know there's like even with dogs not to say that we're dogs but like there's a lead dog in a pack of dogs that leads all the other dogs and it's got a different temperament than the other dogs but it still takes its command from somebody it's like things need to go a certain way they need to have a certain structure there's a reason there's a CEO and a CFO. One takes care of the finances, the other makes the executive decisions. They're both powerful members of the company, but they have different roles, but they're both powerful. That's what husband and wife are. Now, women should not, in general, be submissive to men. Women should be submissive to their fathers, uh, to their husbands, if they choose to have them. And for other reasons, like, my sister would listen to me, not because I'm me, but because I would keep her safe. So it makes it's in her best interest to listen to me a lot because I'll do everything in my power, physical or otherwise, to make sure she's okay. Yeah. And if I come across a situation that I don't understand with, like, let's say, women or something, she will give me information that I couldn't see. So yeah, it, because it yeah, but that, but then that that that's that's the initial thought though, because when you hear these girls like when they like you stop them on the street and these men are answering the questions and stuff like that. I always think to myself like you're only showing us the video that you want to show us because these are the, these not even the girls these are the girls that are not answering the questions correctly they're like no we shouldn't be because men, women are women are women are best then we don't need men all this stuff and it's okay where's the women like you said the negativity brings out the um the audience people it's, love negativity again the people driving the culture they all think they're make the stallion they all think they're going to be young and pretty forever. They all think that um, all of them deserve a man who just gives them money to be cute and spoils them. They all think that these gross misconceptions that people, life doesn't work that way. Your grandparents lived many, many years in happy relationships without any of that nonsense. So why do you need it all of a sudden? It is weird, actually. That it's is very, very weird. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because a lot of women on um, Fresh and Fit, they get these girls that they ask them, like and that's entertainment people like they're just yeah sorry yeah like yeah like they will get a lot of these girls that will say they don't want kids they just want money and andrew tate always says to them when you get to 50 and 
your friends have kids and you're sitting at home alone with your dog because mm. and you have money and you have all this debt because you're living a life that you wanted to live he's like trust me you're gonna turn around and be like what the hell was i thinking in my early years and he goes don't you listen to these older people that tell you believe me go and have your kids go and have your family go be in a relationship go go and make it work there, there is don't a generation be- of cougars that is coming they're going to be dating these young guys and they're they're gonna and to keep these young guys they're gonna be paying for these young guys stuff and these bills you watch there's gonna be this whole generation of cougars that thought that that's the generation had, of cougars yeah that's they brilliant. thought they had the eternal summer where they were never gonna grow old they're never gonna go through menopause they were always gonna be cute they were gonna be going on their girly weekends forever and it will stop and men have a lot longer we're not bound by the clock we have no biological clock we can always create children we can always marry someone younger than us because we can provide more stability the older we get men get stronger socially as we age women lose social credibility not social credibility social strength as they as they age so best to do things when you're both aligned up when one of you is at their peak let's say social credibility or i keep saying credibility it's not the right word but like what i hate to say kevin samuel your sexual marketplace value men's one is a lot longer we just you know it just is it's just biology women they'll get to a point where they can't have children anymore so a man who wants children is not going to be able to be with you you know truth hurts yeah that you want a fit young happy wife you meet a woman who's in her her 40s or older and late, maybe she has kids already and she's not necessarily a good option you don't want to father and raise other people's kids not too many men want to do that unless they've already had their kids and they, they don't want any more kids or they're happy to have a blended family but those men are extremely rare and women today have this misconception about they all deserve a wealthy man how there's not that many wealthy men in the world you know it's very weird yeah but what was the word they're they're they're, they're putting up with us that's what they say yeah they're putting up with us. So, yeah and it's and it's all about what can i get it's not what can i give to this relationship if you if you you want and you genuinely want to be married to someone it's because of what you can give to that other person and of what they're they're happy to give to you in return and how both of those things match and they help each other help you both become better people that's what it is it's not oh i need a man who can give you no you don't deserve any man you're asking for a bank that you can occasionally go inside of you know and w- withdraw money that's not yours that's all you really want i know but then but this is what, this is what, this is what i always say who's who are their parents I'm, I'm I'm wanna, I've said, I'm, i want to i want to i want to meet worried. their parents their parents are sometimes good kind decent people but these people that wind up with these misconceptions they've been raised by social media which is what's happening a lot they've been raised by their peers who are doing the same nonsense like if all your girls are telling you girl you don't have you don't need him you could do this you don't need this guy what's he doing for you anyway that's not love <laughs> that's not love with like any of my friends that have been going through marital difficulties i say to them you swore before god and her family that you were going to take care of that woman are you doing that and they'll say yeah 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 i said are you doing that to the best of your ability 
yeah 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 okay if I asked her are you doing that what would she say and they're usually quiet I said well then you're not doing it then I said you made us you swore an oath you swore an oath you didn't have to no one tied yeah, hand but they guess what though yeah but they guess what though let me let me let me throw the bullet in that one yeah there's people out here man even if you are doing my father they will bring up some shit you know what I mean well, cool there's some people out here that will bring up some but make, make your union so solid that no one can get even if you hear some ill news about your partner they before you believe it you sit down and talk to them yeah and you make sure that the trust in your relationship is so high that whatever they tell you is what happened is what happened and you can trust them based on their past record of behavior that what they said is true if someone can tell you something about your spouse or have someone tell tell your spouse something about you and they're sitting there believing it before they come to the person that sleeps next to them in their bed at night and cooks food for them and takes care of them with their sick there's a problem there mm. what, what, how did that person get all the way into our business before we spoke about our business no family mm. member nothing no family member no when you get married your only family or your primary family is you and that person that you married that's the beginning anybody else is periphery and they don't have they shouldn't have a say in how things are going on in you guys' household you know unless something dangerous or evil or you know is happening in that house it should be between y'all why do these people have two and it's always the people that don't have your situation that'll have the most to say about it that is the truth yeah all these non-married people got all these married even me all these non-married people got all this marriage knowledge you know don't talk about it be about it that is true you know that is true I respect you I am so proud of you as a black man married to a black woman you are an example for for me and for our community I know but it's still though you know it is though there's no I was saying to my wife the other day there's no one to shape our relationship off like there's no one it's like everything that we learn we learn for ourselves like we like we learned it more more power to you there's no bagel everyone used to say I want to be like Will and Julia yeah you still saying that (laughs) I want to be like Michelle and uh, Barack. They've been through years of marriage counseling. And he'll tell that to anyone who asks. He said, we have been through marriage counseling for years. Marriage is work. And work isn't always fun. It's the truth. It is the truth, man. It is the truth. Like gardening a garden that's always getting overgrown with weeds. You have to really freaking love that garden to keep cleaning it up. Yeah, you have to stay stable, mate. Yeah, you got to keep mowing that lawn. You got to keep watering the nice plants. You got to keep pulling out the weeds. That's what love is. It's work. It's sacrifice. What? So what? What? So what? So you think that the, the, the newer generation is, is scared of work? Yeah, because everyone's entitled. All those girls that talk that nonsense feel that they are owed those things for doing nothing. These women haven't cured cancer, or you know. What have they done that makes them worthy of presence all the time? If your kid came to you and think and told you that they think they deserve to get a gift every single week, you'd look at them like they were crazy. Yeah, madness. They were. He. he it wouldn't even. It wouldn't even yeah. be a. It wouldn't even be. A, it wouldn't even be a calculation. I'd be like, what are you talking about? If I, if you said to these girls, I'll buy you as many presents as you buy me, there would be a limit in how often you get those presents. Oh. Everyone, yeah, that is. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's all about me, 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 self-entitled nonsense. 
that's not love that's ego that is ego you think you're owed something and you haven't even earned it Again, it's true because you can't it's true because you can't go up to your boss and say you can't go up to your boss on the first day and go oh, where's my money what do you mean you haven't worked yet I know but I'm I'm entitled to this because I am going to work so what it's like nah man all the time how are you a princess and your dad is king of nowhere it's true that did you see there the guy on the guy on TikTok the woman was like the guy with the woman was like to him how she needs to now that he's dating her she's a bad bitch he needs to pay her rent and he was like what do you mean and she's like well that's what bad bitches do and she said that she's seen she's, she knows that he has money so if he wants to keep her then that's what he needs to do she and he was like she doesn't want a relationship no 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 this guy was her age he's like well you can get out of the car right now then. and he's like she's like well, what do you mean he's like get out he's like I'm not paying your rent well if you want he's like alright then you can leave then and she's like no 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 but I'm just saying he's like Okay, but I just made I just made it very clear. You can get out. She, the girl, the girl was not getting out of the car. I thought to myself, like, it's a bit weird that she's not leaving though. Yeah, I, I will tell any woman I don't have time for that nonsense. The worst thing you could do is waste somebody's time. Don't waste my time. If you believe those things, I wish you the best. I hope you get all the things that you've hoped for, but you're not going to get them from me. So, you go on your merry way. I'll go on mine. We'll keep it, we'll keep it, you know, peaceful. But yeah, I'll tell you, girl, I'm not here to buy presents. You think I'm like Santa Claus? That's not who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't look like Santa Neil. Yeah, okay, like... okay. What's <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, coming down to the last question, actually. Um, what's the biggest money lesson you had to learn getting older? The biggest what lesson? money lessons you had to learn oh. getting credit cards at a young age is a bad thing to do really why yeah because you lack self-control like i got my first credit card when i was like 17 oh, i wiped geez. out five grand like it was water mate oh wow yeah so i'd say don't get credit cards until or don't try not to get credit cards but if you do wait until you are a more mature age I would say somewhere in your mid-30s if, if then even and you need to understand like you need to be able to live within a budget you should know where every single penny of your money is going don't have too many subscriptions to things don't have too many direct debits make sure you know where your money is and why it's going to this place and that place by get all the apps you can to keep an eye on your credit score I have Experian, Credit Karma, Clear Score. I know where every single penny of my money is at any given time. So, if there's any fraud or anything on my account, which has happened maybe one time, I knew straight away, called up my bank, sorted it out. You know, they're, they're telling me, oh, you're up in Manchester spending. I said, I don't see how that's possible. As I, I live here in London. I've only been to Manchester once, so if anyone's spending money, it's not me. They're like, oh yeah, they're buying something right now. So I said, yeah, so I'm here in my house talking to you. I can't really be buying something, can I? Stopped it right away, sent me a new card, no problem. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. I wish, yeah, I wish I wish I never got a credit card, even though I've, I've still only got one. That's, that's yeah. fine. One is fine. Make sure that only use your credit card if you have your paycheck coming. And whatever you're purchasing, you can pay off straight away. 
So yeah, yeah. You, you buy it, whatever you need with the credit card, next day pay it off. You'll yeah. notice that they'll they'll start to raise your credit limit, which is a slippery slope too, because then you start to feel like you have more money than you do. Um, but the thing about credit cards you need to remember is they, they work in percentages. So if you have a 500 pound credit limit and you've used 400 pounds on it, that looks terrible because you've gone over the 50%. Now, if you have, let's say, 15,000 pounds worth of credit and you've used 3,000 pounds of it, that's nowhere near 50%. So that's not a bigger deal. So sometimes having more credit available and using a large amount is still safer than having a low amount on your card because they work on the percentage. If you use more than 50% of the credit available to you as a whole, that looks bad on your credit because they're like, oh, they're just living in credit. Even though you've used less of an amount, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's a trick. But no, I need to... Um, yeah, I advise I advise everyone. I say to everyone, like, I, I, my, my advice to everyone is make sure your your pay is sub, 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 more... Make sure your 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 pay slip is more more than more than your outgoing. That's all I have to yeah. say. Make sure it's a lot more than your outgoing. If you are going to get a credit card and you are going to spend it, make sure that that balance and everything that you pay that balance can be paid off very easy. If you have enough money left over, because yeah. I've seen some people. I remember my friend was telling me how he every time he every time he couldn't even spend his money because he had to pay back his credit card bills every month he just had nothing and I was like wow and he goes credit cards I was like what? he needs to pay the minimum amount but again what's his APR because your annual percentage rate if it's something stupid like 69% or something like that like your annual percentage rate should be for someone like our age should be like the best will be in the single digits the worst should be in like the 20s anything higher than 20% and you're getting raked over the coals even 20% is very high but if you have like a 69% APR you're going to get murdered if you miss a payment yep that's almost you'd almost have to pay back twice the money you borrow yeah it's long yeah and they and credit cards make their money on the interest so they want you to pay late because they're going to hit you with late charges plus interest so yeah. yeah, take a money my, management course. Study. Yeah, money. Yeah, and that's the one thing that the schools do not teach you. If you ever listen to this podcast and they're young, and if you if you are listening an hour and twenty six minutes in, yeah, take a money management course so you can learn about money, or even ask someone that is responsible enough to can teach you about money money management, then make them teach you about it. It's probably the one of the yeah. best things you ever learn in your life. Yeah, and okay. get a proper bank account. Um, these Monzo cards are good. But it's better on your credit report to have a brick and mortar bank like NatWest, Barclays. Metro Bank's a great one. They're open seven days a week. One day they're going to get bought up by a bigger bank. They have some of the best. The Metro Bank is excellent because if you go in and you want a mortgage, they have this thing where they will allow you to add two people's name to your first mortgage or to a mortgage. So you can take two people's income as as into account for uh, an application for a mortgage. Oh, where's that? Metro? Metro Bank, yeah. <coughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you're a first-time buyer, that they're one of the best banks. Nationwide gives very good uh, mortgages. Um, Halifax can be good. Uh, and Lloyd's, if you're in business, is another good one. Uh, NatWest yeah, I'm, I'm with Lloyd's. Do too much. I like Lloyd's. Yeah. 
Santander doesn't do too much. HSBC, not too much. But um, definitely, I would say Metro Bank is probably one of the best banks for someone new starting out. Even if you just drop a pound or two a month into the bank, just having that there, like a brick and mortar bank, is better than the Starling and Monzo cards, and it, it's better. I might try Metro then. I might try that. I might yeah. try that. I want to get a mortgage in the future, so if I have that, if, yeah, you know, like to take you and your partner. In fact, Metro Bank will allow you to take any member of your household over the age of sixteen and add them to the mortgage application. I will try that. So it will take everybody's wages into account. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Okay, man. Um, what do you want to achieve? In life? Yeah. What do you want to achieve in life? Um, so I would like to be a good husband and a good father. And if I don't get the opportunity to be those things, I just want to be known as a good person. That, you know, I tried and I didn't hurt anyone. That didn't deserve it. <laughs> you should. It's, it's so I hard to me. To me, to me, to, to me, to me. I'll be honest with you. To me, it's self practice. I think it's the other person you have on the side of you. I think. Yeah. Like I said, people... I, I don't know. Like I, you know, I'm I'm often attracted to the wrong women. So we'll see. People's mental state is the one thing I would say you have to keep it in check with people. People don't realize that. I think that's the one thing. And you bounce off her, she bounce off you. It's, yeah. it's very it's very hard to if you're married to keep that mental state I have a lot to give and I'm, I'm ready and willing to give it but I'm not going to give it to someone who doesn't deserve it that is a waste that is pearls before swine man I'm not doing it so I'd rather stay single than you know better to have what you better to want what you do not have than to have what you do not want as they say yeah it's very weird it's very weird yeah, okay then um Thoughts about getting old? I don't really think about it. And I'm fortunate really? that I don't necessarily age, or I don't look my age, or so I'm told. Um, so I don't, I, to be honest, I've turned 40 now. People say, oh, you look Oh, like- happy birthday. I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah, yeah you did. You're, you're in America, right? You're in yeah, the US for that, right? I went to Vegas, had a good time. Um, I feel the same as I did when I was 30. Um, I'm just older now. I've I've been working for, whew, I've been working for over 25 years. Um, yeah, and I'll retire in my 60s or 70s. We'll see. So I've got maybe what 25, 30 years worth more work left. And I'm done. I'm gonna go chill out somewhere and relax. That's the plan. That's the plan. That is the plan. Bob. that is the plan. My brother, that is it. That is the podcast, you know. Oh, blessings. I had a good time. I, know, I enjoyed your questions. Huh? I enjoyed the questions. They're, they're good questions. They are good questions, right? Yeah. I believe so. I hope people don't think, oh, he just keeps asking about black questions, but... You're a you know black man. Was? Whose questions are you supposed to ask about? Yeah, you know what it was? <laughs> I wanted to have... Yes, I wanted to ask them black questions. I want to see how they actually feel about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? What perspective do you know to speak from? <laughs> it's like as a Jewish man I know that like what do you like, come on whose questions yeah. are you going to talk from like if you ask me specifically Bayesian questions I'll be lost but yeah because I, I know you well, I'm going to do it from both have your, have your own way of doing <laughs> yeah I've got friends from other ethnic backgrounds that I'm going to ask them the same questions but just 
flip it. That, that flip race it. one, boy, that's going to trip people up, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's, enough, and that's an icebreaker question you as well. You're going you to learn some things you didn't want to know. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at that one. I'm going to laugh. No, but say thank you for coming you, on, man. This, you're this, welcome. This is... Remember, when they say the answer to the race question, do not react. <laughs> that's how you can be able to keep getting away with it. Don't react. Yeah, I'm, so basically, I should ask that first before... I ask the other bit, right? Yeah, so what race do you have? A, what's your what's the worst race? Yeah, so I said so I said, yeah, so if you so it says if you had to say your yeah, so it, it yeah, so if you had to say your least favourite race, what yeah. would it be? I was gonna say F one because I don't like it, but I thought no, a three legged race is the worst. You don't like F one? No, I mean what's the point? I'm not in the car. <laughs> you know, but F1, you know everything that comes with F one, it goes into a normal car, innit? F one is the No, I can't man. I can't get excited. The only reason I got excited on NASCAR is because, like, I saw Days of Thunder when it came out when I was a kid, and I thought it was cool. Oh, was that Tom Cruise? Yeah. So, That's a film. Do you know what? I was, I was saying to someone the other day, has Tom Cruise done a, a, a bad film? Um, yes. What? What? Oh, it's this fantasy one. came out in the 90s, 91. Minority Report. No, no, no. Minority Report was in the like late nineties or early. Um, this one came out in like eighty nine, maybe even. What you mean? Whoa, 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 whoa! You mean Legend? Yeah. Oh, that's God. one of my favorite films ever. What are you talking about? That film is so tacky. Oh my love! You see that guy? Is it? Is it Jim Park? Jim? Jim? He makes. Um... That is a tacky movie. No, 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 no. He makes. I love that film. You know, you see when I was young, right? My mum, I, I believe it or not, now I, I owe a lot of that stuff to my mum. My mum was a big fantasy buff, so you see all like Star Wars and Dark Crystal and Labyrinth and all those type of films. Yeah, the guy did that, that directs those films made legends. So my mum used to like literally just go out and buy them for us. Like she turned me into like a fucking full blown geek. That's why I love all that stuff now. That legend film, I watched that legend film the other day. <laughs> I, I love that film. This is so hokey. Maybe it's because I watched it now. But like I still love oh, Labyrinth. I still no. love Labyrinth. Um, yeah, but, yeah, that's where I got Hogle from. Oh yeah, Teddy Hogle. It's one of my favorite films. Okay. Yeah, that's where I got Hogle from. Dumb that's why. Magic dance. Yeah, that's what, imagine. And I used to sing, I used to sing that song to Phoenix. If you sang if you sang that song to Phoenix now, she would look up at you and be like, "Why are you singing my song?" <laughs> that's how bad it is. But, uh, yeah, I used to sing that to her all the time with me. So when I take her to school, put her on my shoulders and sing Dance Magic Dance. The girl knows all the words to it. <laughs> but yeah, I can't believe Le- Legends a legendary film. <laughs> different it's, it's ter- folks for different folks. My terrible, it's terrible. It's terrible. But I was trying to think of a film the other day that he's done bad. It's like Brendan, what's his name? Brendan Fraser. Like oh. I was thinking about his films as well, and I was like. He did the Mummy. He did the Mummy too. He did California Man, and I was thinking that like, what films? California you... Man. You mean Encino Man? No, it's it's California Man in England. Oh, oh, they called it because you guys don't know where Encino is. No, we don't know where Encino is. No, <laughs> California Man. You know that was you know that was one of my favorite films growing up as well. California Man. It's Encino and, Man. It's Encino. And, 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 and George of the Jungle. Encino talk like that, like Bill and Ted. George of the Jungle. Oh my. Gosh, Brendan Fraser. Fraser before he kills me. But anyway, man, yeah, before we go on too long, um, 
I say thank you again for coming on, people. Yeah, this is season three, part two. Hopefully, I'm going to have many guests. And if you know anybody that wants to come on, um, El Chapo, please flag me, let me know, and I will have them on. Tell them about the podcast and stuff like that, and then we can get this ball cracking. But I can get as I'll, many I'll have my guests. Hit you up. You'll, you'll find her hilarious. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right, then, bro. Yeah. We'll talk soon, man. Yeah? All right, bless up. Thanks again. Bye-bye.